Punch, the only place to read your emails and your tweets. It's Wednesday, November 25th. Happy Thanksgiving week to all of our American listeners. Hope you and your family are staying safe this holiday season. I'm Jay Skeets, and alongside me, as always, we got Tass Mellis. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hey, Tassie, we got the Bass Master, Trey Kirby. Hey, yo! Hey, yo! We got the International Man of Mystery, taking it to the max, Lee Ellis. Friends. Mm. And last but not mm. least, making this magic happen is JD. Hello. There he is. Here we are. Quick shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. Nice to see you guys. Thanks to everybody who sent in questions over the last couple of weeks. It's been a while since we hit the beach. Sort of caught me by surprise. I think it's like three weeks since we've hit the beach. So keep your questions coming, though. Always email us, nodunksattheathletic.com, or you can tweet at us at nodunksinc. We actually have a fun little twist to today's beach step in questions. Tass will explain that in a second. But before we get to that, a few things. One, Black Friday deals are right around the corner, and The Athletic has a banger for you. Starting tomorrow, which is Thursday, November 26th, The Athletic is offering a dollar a month deal for 12 months, baby. Yeah, you heard me. It's <laughs> the greatest sports coverage in the world on the best deal of the year. All of The Athletic, all year long, a dollar a month for 12 months, and you can cancel any time. Go to theathletic.com slash no dunks so they know the boys sent you, and that deal is actually going to run from Thursday, November 26th to December 4th. So you have a little bit of time. Go to theathletic.com slash no dunks. If you haven't already, get yourself the athletic subscription. Hey, give it as a gift if you want. A dollar a month for 12 months. That is nuts. All right, so... We got some little NBA news. Let's call it a free agency roundup. Now, we did big shows on Saturday and Sunday where we talked about a lot of the signings, a lot of the trades, but there's been some stuff since. You guys just jump in. I'll I'll go through some of the news, and if you got something to add to one of these things, by all means. The first one, we had a bunch of guys sign five-year extensions. Bam Adebayo, Brandon Ingram, Jason Tatum, and Donovan Mitchell all signing those big, big deals. Um, Nice to see these guys get paid, Tess. (laughs) Yeah, let's stick with Bam Adebayo, though, for a sec. Surprised that the Miami Heat took themselves out of the Giannis sweepstakes for next offseason. It sure feels that way. It was weird because a lot of teams were putting themselves in the position to have max room for Giannis in 2021. Uh, Those teams were the Heat, Raptors, Mavs, and Knicks. And now the Heat all of a sudden took themselves out of it, most likely, by signing Bam this year instead of next offseason. So I was just a little shocked by that. They seem to be... Working around the edges, signing yeah. Gore and Dragic to a big number this year uh, so they could have a, 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 some money for Giannis next year. But unless the Bucks are taking back assets from the Heat, Giannis is either staying with the Bucks or going to one of those other teams that still have room in the Raptors, Mavs, or the Knicks, who are always ready to take <laughs> on a big free agent. Yeah, that's exactly right. Hawks signed Bogdan Bogdanovich um, as the Kings declined the offer for him. Four years, $72 million. So he is an Atlanta Hawk. He will not be with the Kings, Trey. Do you think we'll ever think about Bogdan Bogdanovich this much again in the rest of our lives? We spent, I feel like, a week thinking about if this guy's going to be a buck, is he going to be a king, is he going to be a hawk, is he going to be a king? He's officially a hawk. And you got to wonder... Is the youth movement over in Atlanta? Because signing Bogdan Bogdanovich and Danilo Gallinari, those are some big money deals. You assume they'll be the starters. That would be at likely the shooting guard and small forward position, where a lot of Hawks draft picks are currently residing. Kevin, 
Herder, Cam Reddish, DeAndre Hunter, they've all just been in the league a couple of seasons, but it feels like they're going to be going a little bit further down on the depth chart now. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably a smart move. You know, Trey Young uh, apparently wanted some help around. He's got help now. The Hawks have certainly gotten better. Just feels like they got a lot of guys at this point. Mm. It feels like they have a ton of guys. Yeah, it feels like there's 10 or 11 guys there. But again, that's probably a good thing for a team when Trey Young went to the bench were complete garbage and you didn't even oh, want to yeah. watch them. Uh, but what do you think, Lee, about the the Hawks movement here that they've done? They've been had a busy offseason. Yeah, they've been very, very busy. And I think the team has improved a lot. I mean, it all has to still come together on paper. But you look at the guys now on the floor, there's some shooters out there for Trey yeah. Young, which is really, really important because... He's probably still going to average 25 a game because he likes to get his shots, which is fair enough. But now he can pass the ball. He's got Gallinari out there, Bogdanovich, as we've talked about. If he can be FIBA Bogdanovich, a bit like FIBA Dragic down there in Miami, then uh, things are very, very uh, bright down in Atlanta. The only thing is that backcourt is a little bit thin uh, defensively. Defensively, I think that's a little bit of a problem here for the Hawks. But I think their first problem, uh, which was addressed by Travis Link, is just get help for Trey Young. Mm-hmm. And he's gone out and done that. The big question going forward is what happens with John Collins now? with the Atlanta Hawks. It, it, it appears to me he's not a big part of their future, but uh, we'll wait and see how things transpire. But that's a that's quite a scoop that they landed Bogdanovich because it was, what, a week ago when he was basically a Milwaukee buck, uh, and then the Lakers were apparently you know, trying to make a run for him, and he ends up in Atlanta. So that's uh, a pretty good free agency slash draft week here for the Hawks. It's almost like the Giannis free agency is sort of looming as the cloud over this free agency right now, but the Hawks signed... Two of the biggest names in Gallinari and Bogdanovich. This doesn't happen very often, but they just—they have too many guys now. They just literally have too many guys and sort of a glut uh, in the front court there because you don't want to play Gallinari at the three or these young guys buried, as Trey said. I don't think they're done. They're not going to go 12 deep next season. They've, they've still got to make some moves. Yeah. It's funny, too, that they have Capella because we've never seen him play in a Hawks uh, game or in a Hawks jersey yet, too. It feels like almost that's like a signing from this offseason. Of yeah. course, they got him last year. All right. Some other sort of minor deals, if you want to call them that. The Lakers traded JaVale McGee to sign Mark Gasol. Mark Gasol is not going to Spain. He's headed to the champion Lakers. It's a nice pickup for them. Markeith Morris is also returning to L.A. The Raptors... Because they lost Serge Ibaka to the Clippers. They lost Marc Gasol to the Lakers. Well, they pivoted pretty quickly. They signed Aaron Baines, Bainesy Lili, Chris Boucher, Alex Don't Steal My Sunshine Len, and DeAndre Bembry. Not a center in the mix there, but uh, former Hawk player. Two years, $4 million. So they did a lot as well. Again, that was a quick sort of move after Ibaka and Gasol were gone. They go and get uh, Bainesy. Probably overpaid for him a little bit, but uh, they needed a center on the roster. <laughs> I, I tell you what, though. Bainesy is going to be a very valuable signing for that team. Uh, a very, very good player. <laughs> times two. I'm, I'm actually very excited because losing Marcus Gasol sentimentally is, is a bit of a blow for the Raptors. Everyone loved him there. But let's be honest, Marcus Gasol wasn't very good down in the bubble. He looked old and he, and he sort of looked like he'd lost his uh, step a little bit there. Aaron Baines is 33, but you know you're going to get... Solid defense, he's going to set screens, and he shot 35% from three last Mm -hmm. year on one and a half makes a game, and he's a good passer, a good facilitator, so he slots into that team and really does fill a hole for them that we're missing Marcus Gasol and Serge Ibaka. And uh, I think that's actually turned out okay for the Raptors. I really do. I think he, he's a very good signing. Alex Lann, he kind of stinks, so I don't think you're going to get much. <laughs> yeah, well, he does. He does. Let's be honest. Alex Lann's not very good. Um, he's he's the insurance policy of, like, breaking case of emergency type of, like, garbage time pickup uh, there. But DeAndre Bembry is also another nice little pickup there for the Raptors. Yeah. We saw him down in Atlanta. He's an energy guy. He comes off the bench, and he's, uh, he's going to give you a spark. So... Overall, uh, considering, you know, a, a couple of days ago they had no bigs, now they've got one and a bit. 
and they've got a, uh, a a guy who can come out there and play. So uh, a pretty good offseason to get as well for the Raptors overall. What do you think, Tass, as a Raps fan, with the pivot there from Masai Ujiri and Bobby Webster after they lose uh, their two bigs? The boys recovered well in, in the front office, no doubt. Aaron Baines uh, feels like an old-school Toronto fan favorite. Oh, right? yeah. He's yeah. got some Matt Bonner in him. People will be cheering for Bainesy. I think that people go to a bit of an extreme, though, thinking, oh, Marcus Gasol wasn't good. Aaron Baines is just as good, even better. You know what? They're better on the floor with Aaron Baines. <laughs> Absolutely not. That's not the case. And, and the people think he's, he's a, a, a modern-day big who shoots a ton of threes. Last year was the first year he hit more than one three per game. He hit like 1.2 threes per game. He's 34 years old. He's, he's not a young buck by any means. This, these aren't prime Aaron Baines years, uh, but he's going to be solid. Uh, he, he's going to play uh, his role very, very well. They recovered well, and the biggest thing is they've got a max cap space ready for Giannis if he wants to come next year. <laughs> oh, boy, I mean, that's, that's definitely part of the plan, just just to keep it open anyways, to see, yeah. to see what's up. Uh, Do you with buy Milwaukee. into uh, the conspiracy theory that Bam signed his extension with Miami because he has the same agent as Giannis, who you would theoretically said, the agent says, hey, man, he's sticking here in yeah. Milwaukee. You might as well take that money down there in Miami. Yeah, I, I, I believe sure. the Greeks. The Greeks are always conniving. They're always working together. The Greek agent, Greek Giannis, for sure. Yeah, you never know. They're scheming. We're always scheming. With Bainesy, am I crazy or did I dream this? Did he hit nine threes in a game last yeah. season? Uh, that was a thing was that it, happened, right? Was it nine? I know. He, I know he had one game where he. I think he did. I think he did hit nine. I think threes. it was nine. Yeah, which is just, hilarious. Uh, uh, yeah. So maybe that's the type of player that he did. He went yet. nine. He went nine for fourteen. <laughs> Against the Portland Trailblazers last year. Okay. That's, uh, Couldn't that's remember incredible. 37 like, points. Seems like a typo. Rebounds. Yeah, that seems like a typo. That's <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, speaking of the Suns, uh, they re-signed Dario Saric. Three years, $27 million. They also acquired Langston Galloway. The Rockets, they signed DeMarcus Cousins. Austin Rivers signed with the Knicks for three years, $10 million. The Cavs signed Matthew Dellavedova, Lili. Anya Deli. Uh, and Damian Dotson. The Sixers signed Ryan Brokoff. It was a good day for Australians out there. Everybody was getting uh, signed with all the Aussies except for Lee. Uh, the Pistons <laughs> signed uh, the Golden Arm, Wayne Ellington. And then final one here I'll throw at you guys. Um, in finalizing a trade for Steven Adams, the Pelicans signed him to a two-year extension worth $35 million. So not Australian, but he's a, you know, a New Zealander. He's a Kiwi. So good, good day for uh, Team Oceanic. Lately. Oh, very good day. Yeah. No, it's good. I mean, guys like Brokorov, uh, you know, he was on the Mavs last season. He got traded to the Sixers and it was like uh, he, he might not sort of stick around in the league, but he's back, which is good. And, and again, he understands his role. He's he's a, a deep rotation player. And if he can get a few minutes, that's great. But uh, it's good to see him. Matthew Delavadova, I mean, he signed that four-year, $40 million deal in, the, uh, in that summer of uh, crazy when everyone was getting paid. And I think this year he's only on a, a minimum or a veteran minimum to return about two yeah. and a half million. So... Things have changed a little bit, but uh, Adele's another one, you know, like he's uh, he, he goes there and he's going to contribute. He's going to play as hard as he can on both ends of the floor, not expecting to be the, the starting point guard or anything like that. But when he's out on the floor, he's going to give you everything he's got. And I think coaches uh, like that about him. So congrats to Delhi. 
I thought for sure when the Lakers were losing some guards there that they were going to go get Delhi. I oh, thought, well, oh, yeah. he'll be going back with LeBron. The Lakers will get him. He'll be a fan favorite. I, I thought that was going to happen, but yeah, and right now, at right now at least, I mean, obviously uh, things could happen. Uh, he's with the Cavs, so. Yeah, but he's getting the J.J. Barea contract yeah. <laughs> here. You won a championship. You went elsewhere to get paid. Come back. Be a fan favorite forever. <laughs> LeBron is apparently a big fan of Delhi. So. I know. That's what I mean. Yeah, I, yeah. I was convinced he was going to be signing with the Lakers for yeah. sure as yeah. sort of an end-of-the-bench guy, but nope, stays in Cleveland. He loves a Ruben. Or no. He does, he does indeed. <laughs> okay, again, before we get to the question, I want to do something else here. Um, we're getting closer and closer in theory to the 2020-21 NBA schedule being released. I mean, we're playing basketball in less than a month and we don't have the schedule yet. They're, wor- they're working their ass off, I'm sure, to try and figure it out, at least the first half of the season. So while it hasn't been announced, we're all expecting Christmas Day um, to feature the five national televised games. That's the sort of the thing the NBA does. It's a, it's a big, big deal. It's part of the reason why we're even starting, you know, in late December here. So I wanted to steal a fun little idea from Ghostface Ziller. Tom Ziller had it in his newsletter um, talking about what those games should be. Who should be the 10 teams that play on Christmas? My perfect NBA Christmas Day schedule. So I'll throw it at you guys who I think should be out there playing. Uh, maybe you agree or disagree. Now, as Ziller wrote in his Good Morning It's Basketball uh, newsletter, he wrote, he wrote, the bias for Christmas Day should be toward really good teams, duh, star players, and rising squads that the league wants to highlight. There are a few non-negotiable teams that need to be on there for those reasons. I agree with all five of these that he had. The Lakers, the Clippers, the Miami Heat, the Boston Celtics, and the Milwaukee Bucks, solely because of Giannis uh, being you know a two-time MVP. Then Ziller had two more teams that were not as good last year, um, but they're non-negotiable for this Christmas. That's the Nets and the Warriors. I think that's right too, and I actually have them playing each other. That was a little different than Ziller. So that's seven teams. Lakers, Clippers, Heat, Celtics, Bucks, Nets, and Warriors. We need three more teams in the mix. I, w- I think the Blazers should be one of those teams, you know, off the star power of Damian Lillard and the moves they've made. I think the 76ers have to sort of be in the mix uh, with the construction of their current team. Big moves they've made and new coach and being sort of one of those Eastern Conference teams as well. It sort of does come into play here. You need obviously some West Coast teams to play the late games, East Coast teams to play the early ones. And then it's tough for me on the final one. Nuggets feel like they almost deserve it. The Mavericks with Luka is is big. Now, Porzingis will be injured. He wouldn't be playing. And then the Pelicans with Zion Williamson. We know how much of a draw he is, and he was actually in one of the games last year, right? I think they played the Nuggets in the late game. It's a little tough. I'm going to go with the Nuggets. So here's my lineup, guys. 76ers versus the Celtics. We'll start the day with that. That'll be your 12 o'clock start. Classic. Yeah. Bucks heat will be the second game. Okay. Warriors Nets. I want those two teams playing. I know we, that's, you know, Western Conference, Eastern Conference. That could be a bit of a problem, but I want to see Steph versus uh, KD, of course. Clippers Lakers. That seems like a no brainer to me, because especially with guys, you know, Montrez Harrell leaving and stuff like that and going over to the other team. And then Nuggets Blazers would be my, my nightcap. Trey, how do you feel about that, you know, NBA schedule? Uh, 76ers Celtics, Bucks Heat, Warriors Nets, Clippers Lakers, Nuggets Blazers. Problems? Love it, hate it. Who am I missing? I think you nailed most of the teams that are going to be in there, and I like that you have two matchups that are featuring a red team versus a green team. You got to do it (laughs) on Christmas Day, but it does feel eerily similar to me to the games that we saw last year. You know, like you're saying, we had New Orleans versus Denver. That's a hugely different one. I guess Golden State versus Houston is different, though that to me is 
very similar to Warriors versus Nets, which you yep. have, which yep. I would have in the mix as well. And Milwaukee versus Philadelphia. There's your red-green matchup for that year. Now you're swapping in Miami and Philadelphia. It's tough to figure out. Uh, but yeah, I like the teams you're putting in the mix. Maybe you would have uh, Doncic in there as well with the yeah. Mavericks. But like you're saying, no Porzingis. So yeah, let's bump the Nuggets into that slot. They made a conference finals. I'm happy to see them. Uh, just trying to figure out which game I'm going to take a nap through. Honestly, yeah. Skeets. Okay. That's okay. the tough thing. What do you think, Tass? Is this the year that the NBA doesn't put the Knicks on Christmas Day? It's Oh, they didn't last year. Yeah, they didn't last year. Oh, they didn't sneak them in. Or the Bulls as well. Like these two monstrous, monstrous markets keep them off. I guess guess that'll be the plan. Uh, Yeah, will Dallas get in there? Uh, I I love the idea. I was actually uh, flipping through an East Bay flyer, and I saw that Kevin Durant (laughs) averages 30 points, nine boards on 58% shooting. There he is. Uh, that's that's part of the flyer. I had to keep that stat. He's averaging thirty points on Christmas Day games. That, that's that's a monstrous line. Cool. Hey KD, how are you, man? Uh, yeah, they, they they drew him up there. So yeah, we got to get KD out there. Of course. I, I just worry. I just worry that they're gonna sneak in a Bulls or a Knicks or somebody <laughs> just cause just to juice up the the ratings. Because uh, I, I normally would be, but the fact that they t- went away from the Knicks last year gives me confidence that they won't go back to them again this year. Especially with like no crowd in MSG too. Like let's be honest, that maybe comes into play. Uh, I don't think the Knicks. The Bulls is an interesting one. Yeah, obviously huge market. We'll it's been a while since they've played a Christmas Day game. I'm at 2018. They still haven't played. Oh, okay. Yeah, I so, mean. yeah, it looks like the last time the Bulls played was 2016 on Christmas Day. Hmm, but honestly, the Bulls, I hate to say it, they're one of the teams with the absolute least buzz in the league right yeah, now. There's yeah. nothing going on in Chicago. Yeah, I don't think they'll be in the mix. What do you think, Lee? Who am I missing? Is there a snub? I mean, should Zion be a no-brainer? I mean, should we even do Grizzlies, Pelicans, and get, you know, obviously Jaw versus Zion? What do you think? Yeah, I think I'd like to see those battles, and that's why I want to see Nuggets versus the Mavericks, even though Porzingis won't be there, because we saw Jamal Murray down in the bubble on the big stage. He was incredible, and obviously so was Luca, and I think they would really go at each other. We could see one of those... You know, 45, 50 point uh, face offs against each other. So, uh, well, maybe why don't overthink it then? Go Donovan Mitchell versus Jamal Murray. Well, so I thought thought about that because they had their great rivalry, but I just think Luca is uh, probably the bigger draw out of those two. So, uh, I would like to see him. And Zion, yes, I, I would love to see Zion. The Pelicans don't really have that, you know, rival right now. I know you can sort of stay Jarmorant, but it's not really a rivalry. Uh, but I just think people want to see Zion because we got a bit of a taste of him last season. But, uh, it'd be great to see him early on. So, yeah. But the the big one is Nets Warriors. I would love to see that. I think that's incredible. Pity we won't get Clay Thompson, of course. But yeah. uh, still, I just think Kevin Durant, uh, yes, Kevin Durant going against his former team is oh, something yeah. we would love to see. So I, I think so. I was trying to think who's the biggest snub uh, if I go with those 10 and if we don't count the Mavericks or the Pelicans. Would it be the Rockets? Like, the Rockets do have James Harden and Russell Westbrook still, you know? It's like, those are two huge, huge names. And who like, against, though? Who against? Who Who would be the... Like, Rockets, Nets, maybe, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's that could, that could work. Uh, and then I wonder, if is this a year where... I doubt it, because they want to just, like, hit those big markets and the star players, like Ziller pointed out. But, like, is this a year, like, where the NBA gets a little creative? And, and like, do they... 
do they slip in a Suns? Do they slip in like a team that we're not used to having on Christmas Day? Like they just like roll the dice on a young team? Probably not. I think you're more likely to get a Knicks versus Nets than slipping uh, in something like the Suns. I honestly think uh, the Blazers is probably a reach. I like that you have them yeah. included there because, you know, we all definitely love Damian Lillard and he's well respected amongst basketball heads. But is he a huge star to the casual fan? I'm not sure. But I, I, he's certainly deserving of some major moments on Christmas Day. Yeah. What about seven games? Started at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. There we go. Okay, I don't mind that Sneak idea. in four more teams. It's already tasked something like, what is it? It's like 13 hours of basketball on the Christmas Day. You want to bump it up. Well, you want to get close to 20, eh? I love it. You're a wild man. <laughs> no, I mean, it's Just play, Exactly. Play yeah. 24 hours of basketball because the global market would be great for that. People around the world would be watching anytime. So True. There is it. a reason they're starting it this er- the season this early. Christmas Day is definitely a huge, huge part of it. Start yeah. a game at midnight, call it the Santa special. Oh, it could be huge. <laughs> and then what's interesting with trying to build the Christmas Day schedule is we have no idea, of course, who will be the opening night schedule, right? Like who mm. will be those two or three games that the NBA goes with? Or will there be more for all we know? I mean, the Lakers, they usually are always going to put the champions on the opening night. Um, so you would think they'll be there. But then where else do they go? Is it is it the Nets? Because you want to see like KD uh, out there in a Brooklyn uniform? Probably. But I guess you could still play opening night and then play Christmas. You have enough of a gap there. So yeah. why can't all the referees be dressed as Santa Claus? <laughs> I love that. For every or, game. Or you've been, you've been, you've been naughty. Charge. Yeah. You've been nice. Count it. Um, so let's hear from you guys. What do you think about the Christmas Day schedule? What's your favorite or craft your best one, your five games? Let us know at no dunks anchor tweet or email us in. Uh, no dunks at the athletic.com. Okay, speaking of email, let's get to the questions task because we do have a little little spin to this week's cues. Yeah, a little twist. People have been emailing in sort of sponsor adjacent questions. Questions that kind of have to do with all of our sponsors <laughs> on our show. So every single question that we have today is somewhat connected to someone that has branded or bought a spot on our show. So they're pretty fun. They okay. are pretty okay. fun. So, so let's kick it off here. Hey, yo, no bunnies. Listening to Tassie talk about Indochino's easy, no interaction process brought me back to when I got my Indochino suit in anticipation of post-grad job interviews. I feel obligated to mention that pre-COVID Indochino also had an outstanding in-person process. Wow, these ad spots getting pumped uh, by, by the email issue. I was nervous and skeptical throughout the fitting until the very qualified Indochino employee tilted her head, looked at me and said, what, you don't trust me? I didn't. But then I remembered <laughs> that I know nothing about clothes and put all my trust in this stranger. Once my suit arrived, I popped it on and wow, she killed it. I couldn't have made myself look this good if I tried. My question to you, when's the time you were hesitant about a stranger's knowledge, but due to your own ignorance, had to trust it anyway? Suits up, buttons down, tailored. That's from Alec. P.S. I got hired by an old inter- internship and never used this suit for an interview. <laughs> Trey, you got an answer to that question? (laughs) Well, like a lot of people, I'm taking on a lot more Thanksgiving responsibilities than I was anticipating this year. It's a Thanksgiving like none other. 
Ergo, I'm having to rely on YouTube for how to do basically everything that comes along with having a Thanksgiving feast. The big one right now is how to butcher a turkey. I have no idea how to do this. <laughs> I don't even know if I should be doing this. The only thing that really changed my mind was like, I'm gonna have to carve this thing at some point. It's either gonna be freezing cold or boiling hot. I'm doing it when it's cold. As soon as we're done recording here, I'm just gonna be watching a bunch of people who I've never met before, who I've never tasted their food. Often, you don't even see their face. We're just watching hands and arms cutting up a bird to figure out how I'm gonna try and cook this thing, so. I don't know. Do I go with uh, the burly guy with no gloves and tattoos <laughs> all over his arms who's just yeah. hacking through the backbone? Or do I go through uh, the well-organized, planned-out, gloves-on woman who is delicately cutting this bird, and it looks surgical almost? Mm. I think I'm going with the surgical cuts here, but... It could be a disaster in, I don't know, about another 12 hours. Hey, here's what you do. Fire up the FaceTime, get Thody on the other end, and have him walk you through it. Thody can carve a bird. I'm that man you. can carve a he bird already? He, and he goes, I believe he goes pretty surgical. Yeah. Uh, I would imagine. Yeah. Honestly, that was almost my other answer for this, was when we had our first baby, we called Thody and we're like, hey, man, what baby monitor do you have? You are A, a dad, B, a technological savant. Yep. You're gonna know the answer. <laughs> he sent us one and it worked for a year and then it broke, but that's what happens with every single baby monitor. Oh, mm. okay, okay. I also do love this, uh, the idea of this Indochino employee, uh, you know, especially looking at Trey Kirby going, I gotta ask you, Trey, do you trust me? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna want a baggy pant. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna need you to let out the hems a little bit here. <laughs> I want a 20 inch leg opening. Give me some Jinko suits. Uh, Indo Jinkos. Uh, <laughs> Lee, you got an answer for this? Yeah, mine's uh, a little bit off the board here, but uh, I was in my backpacking days. I was in uh, Italy, I was in Rome. It was the middle of summer. Mm -hmm. And uh, people always said to me, this was before we all had smartphones, okay? So, you know, you could go into an internet cafe to book a room, but it was a little bit harder to do because it was the access just wasn't there. And everyone said, if you go to Rome, don't go, don't arrive in Rome without accommodation already booked because uh, it's a nightmare. And I didn't, I went to Rome without accommodation booked, flicking through the Lonely Planet Guide, trying to find a place, uh, a hostel to stay in, and they were all just jammed. So I was walking around the street and this old lady, she must've been 85 just came sort of hobbling up to me and she's like, you want a room? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure, old lady. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> and uh, and uh, and she said, come with me. And I'm just like, well, uh, yeah, sure. I've got nothing else going on right now. You know, I was pretty uh, hot and bothered. Anyway, she walks me down this alleyway, this laneway, and uh, rings on this doorbell. There's a conversation between her and this other lady. This lady comes down and says, oh, you want a room for a couple of nights? I said, yeah, I do. Yeah. She goes, okay. She came on in. We basically stayed in this lady's house mm -hmm. in, in Rome. The whole family was there, like kids, mom, dad, everyone there. A dog was in the house and everything. And we stayed there for like uh, like four or five nights. It was incredible. And uh, this old lady, like the only words in English she knew was, do you want a room? And I was like, yeah, all right, sure. Sure, old lady. Right. I trust you. Uh, <laughs> it turned out to be one of the most fun stays I've ever had because it was like staying with this crazy old Italian family who were just really, really generous. Like uh, in the morning, get up for breakfast. I had breakfast all there. Kids are just running around the house. It was like I was like a family friend, yeah. you know, in instead of just some random uh, backpacker. So uh, that was just incredible. Turned out to be the best, the best place to stay that I, I think I've had because it was just so random and unexpected. That's 
Fantastic. I have actually yeah. a very similar story to that. I'll try and make it quick. But when I was returning from, I was in Australia for a good chunk of time. I was in New Zealand for a little bit. And then I had a final stop in the Cook Islands. I was going to be there for a month, uh, you know, in the South Pacific. I showed up. I was by myself at this point. I showed up. I like found a hostel that I was going to stay in. So I, you know, I, I forget if I arrived late at night, or early in the morning. I think it was late at night. Yeah, it was late at night. You know, I get in this cab, taxi. I, I get dropped off at this hostel. It's like pretty crappy. Um, you know, I remember flicking on the lights and roaches went absolutely <laughs> everywhere. So it was one of the worst oh. sleeps of my life. Um, I slept like probably an hour. It was brutal. Lights on. It was just so bad. I was like, okay, in the morning, I'm just going to wake up. Um, I'm going like, to, it's a small island, right? Like yeah. at least in my mind, it was really small and it is a small island, but I'm like, I'll just walk to the next hostel. I'm not staying here. This is brutal. So I started walking, you know, at nine in the morning or eight in the morning, it's already smoking hot. I got all my stuff. And then a van pulled up beside me and was like, it was a woman. She's like, where are you staying? And I remembered like, they're pretty adamant. Like you have to have a place to stay. Like you got to fill it out in your customs and all that. Like, cause like they don't want you like, you know, camping on the beach and stuff like that. Yeah. So I was like a little worried cause I was now moving spots, but I was like, well, I don't know. I'm going to this other hostel. And she's like, oh, you don't want to go there either. Come, come stay with me. And I was like, uh, what, what are you talking about? And I, for whatever reason, was like, all right, screw it. I just jumped in her van. Sure, and, old lady. Yeah, hey, old lady, you seem cool. <laughs> Do you have a dog? Um, and, and, and like what you said, Leah, like she just ended up taking me. She actually, it was a little better. She had like a, a house where her and her husband and her kids stayed. And then they had a second house right beside them. And that was like, it was like a small, basically hostel, but it was like three or three rooms, right? And so I just stayed with them. I ended up staying with them for a month. And I ended up like <laughs> like eating with them all the time, yeah. helping around the house. Like it was the best. It was yeah. absolutely the best. But like, yeah, I just jumped in the van. I was like, all right, where are we going? Uh, <laughs> that was yeah. Airbnb back in the days. You just get yeah. uh, kidnapped basically. Oh, by old ladies. <laughs> that was traveling. That's when traveling was uh, a little wild, you, you know, just an old telling lady you. came and picked you up. Yeah. <laughs> you never know if you could get murdered or have a great time. Yeah, one or the other, but you yeah. know. But it was it was awesome. And then I remember I went and checked out the hostel that I planned on going to stay, and it was nicer than the, the Roach Motel, but uh it was still just a normal hostel. I mean it was this was such a such a cool experience. But Tass, do you have a nice. do you have an answer? Did an old lady ever kidnap you? <laughs> uh, unfortunately not. No. That would definitely be my answer right now. Um yeah, not much luck with the old ladies. Uh, but uh I mean, I trusted John Hollinger last week when he gave us advice on the NBA draft and where mm. draft picks were going. I, I don't know about college basketball. Just put all my trust in Johnny Holly. <laughs> and uh, he came through, obviously, because he does. I mean, he had some serious knowledge top to bottom. It was great talking to him because otherwise I'd be talking about an old lady right now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Our next one here. What up, no dinks? I despise the magic spoon ads. I get FOMO every time I hear Skeets talking about his favorite fruity flavor because they only ship in the U.S. Huh. What are some of your favorite products slash things only available in a certain country? Thanks for all the laughs through quarantine and half of my freshman year. Frosted Flakes, Corn Pops, all brand. That's from Justin up in Vancouver, British Columbia, where he sadly cannot order that fantastic magic spoon oh the fruity flavor it's so good sorry justin but uh lee yeah a product a thing only available in a certain country that really really gets you 
Yeah, so, uh, you know, the last couple of years we've, we've been heading down to Lima for Christmas. That's where my wife is from, and uh, we were probably going to go this year, but obviously that's not going to happen. And, and down in Lima, a lot of people, when they go to Peru, they skip over Lima and they go straight to Cusco to do the Inca Trail uh, at Machu Picchu. But Lima has actually got some of the best restaurants in the entire world. Like they've had like some of the top 10 ranked. They've had like two or three in the top 10 ranked in the last wow. couple of years. Yeah, like some really, really good restaurants. And uh, there's this one we go to. I don't know if this one was actually ranked in the top 10, but it's it's always uh, one of the best ones in Lima. It's called Osaka and it's a uh, sushi restaurant. Now, sushi's not all that, uh, you know, uh, exclusive to, to uh, Lima, of course. You can get that anywhere. But I will say that the sushi down there in Lima, because it's right on the coast, is so fresh and so great. Anyway, we're in there one night, and uh, and the and the waiter suggested we try this thing called a uh, paiche, right? <laughs> this 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 fish from the Amazon. Sure. Right? This is not just any ordinary fish. This is a big fish. There it is, right there. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Whoa. So for those listening, this is a fish that I don't know how big it's, is this. It's fish? like, like three meters feet? long, yeah. apparently. Um, and you're anyway, need a bigger boat. And that's what I was saying. Trey Kirby would. Uh, I'd like to see Trey Kirby try to reel one of yeah. those babies in down yeah. there. But but anyway, so this guy and and he sort of sold us a little bit like question one here. You sort of trusted the waiter saying this is really good. This is really yeah. good. Anyway, he brought it out, and I'm telling you, this fish is unbelievable how it tastes. It's so like, um, it's soft and it's almost buttery mm. in the way that you uh, in the way that you eat. I've never ever seen it before in any other sushi restaurant, like or or, or on any other uh, place I've eaten sushi. But it is so good, and it is exclusive to that region around, like in the Amazon. So it's probably in Brazil and and a few other of those countries. But in Lima, especially, this is the first time I uh, I tried it, and it was incredible. Wow. And uh, yeah, so if ever uh, if ever you're in Lima, go to Osaka, have the paycheck. You will okay. you will love it. <laughs> okay, I would I would love to see um, a travel show where you and Matt Austin go to these fine restaurants. Oh yeah, I would love to do that. I would love to do that. <laughs> well, who would pay though? That would be the problem. Ah, uh, we could get a sponsor. Let's get Magic Spoon to sponsor it. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. You have to have you have to have cereal for dessert at every yeah, cereal every show. morning. That can be the that can be the whole premise of the show. Okay. Magic spoon for breakfast and something else during the day for lunch and dinner. Okay. I'm in. That'd be very weird, but maybe it's so weird it would work. Uh, Tass, you got an answer for this? Uh, for me, it's a, a liqueur, a, a liqueur that's uh, sort of native to uh, the Mediterranean, Mastica liqueur, which mm. is uh, the Greeks make it, the Bulgarians make it. It's from uh, the mastic tree, uh, which is uh, primarily from Greece. Where the mastic tree cures all. I mean, you can do everything with the mastic resin. It, it's it's been a cure all for years, but they make a great liqueur. It's got this unique taste. I don't know, JD, if you've uh, if you ever had it. Um, is it the it, same it, resin as uh, as they use in Retsina? No, I don't think so. Mm. It's a different taste. I mean it. It doesn't probably doesn't taste all that different. Definitely tastes like pine or cedar yeah. or like a nice wood. Yeah, it sounds um, exactly the same. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Mastica. It's not around. You can't get order. it over here. Nah. Wow. Nah. Not even. Not even Amazon won't bring it. It's. It's not native to Amazon.com. It won't. It won't bring it over here. Unfortunately. <laughs> Wait for that. Uh, Trey, do you have an answer? Uh, yeah, Atlanta's leaf blowers are unparalleled <laughs> around the world. You can only get them here. They're running 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, 366 during a leap year, today included. Also, Canadian wheat thins are better than American wheat thins. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Why, why, why so? That's true. 
I don't know. I've forgotten at this point. It's been so long and nobody's ever mailing down wheat thins. You know, we'll get coffee crisps in the mail, but never a wheat thin. I remember it being a lot lighter and flakier. And then once we came back here to the States, the wheat thins were stodgy, Mm. as they would say, but still better than Triscuits. Mm. Oh, wow. Canadian Oreos are the same. Canadian Oreos are better. Yeah. Because because they're just a little more delicate. They're a little little more delicate. Uh, There's... 25% 25% less of them? No, I'm kidding. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know. There's just, they're not as, uh, they're a little sweeter, I think. I don't know. Mm. There's something different about them for sure. The more you know. There you go. The more you know. All right. We got lots more questions still to get to, but let's take a quick break to hear from some sponsors in a mailbag only episode where we talk about sponsors. Makes sense. It all makes sense. Uh, yeah. The goal is to mention every single sponsor we've ever had on this show. I think we can pull it off. I think I'm going to wear my movement watch tomorrow for Thanksgiving. You know, dress up a little bit. There I'm not go. going anywhere. I'm not You're having anyone band. over. But yeah, that looks good, Lily. I'm going to definitely rock that with a nice dress shirt. I'm wearing a dress shirt tomorrow. I'm getting real crazy. <laughs> I haven't worn. I haven't worn jeans since I think February. Mm. Um, and I don't know. I can't remember the last time I wore a button-up shirt, but I'm throwing on that, and I'm throwing on the movement watch tomorrow for Thanksgiving. We're getting fancy. I'll have to feels so week. good. It feels yeah. so good to throw on some jeans, pull them over the legs. Oh. God, it feels good. <laughs> I can't wait, man. Y'all heard of pants? Man. <laughs> <laughs> this is an ad read for pants. They go on your legs. Go to pants.com slash no ducks. No ducks. <laughs> Limited time offer, 50%. They're called shorts, though. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, actually, speaking of shorts, Lee threw up that watch. MVMT has glasses. Lee, I think, are yours broken there? Are your, your Armani exchanges? I know those are Armani exchanges. What's going on in that, that top? Uh, that's just a little bit of um, perspiration there, Tassie. Oh, wow. Like it, did, it did look like you working hard yeah. out here. Yeah. Those yeah. tanks are so hot. Oh, there you sweaty. go. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs> you got the heat cranked wow. up in there, eh? Yeah. Let's, let's see that thermostat behind you. Is it 75 degrees? <laughs> no, this guy loves a sauna more than Mo <laughs> Oh, MVMT, the Mo Verde movement. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Let's get going here. Greetings, No Dunks crew. Let me preface this cool story by saying I've been a huge fan since TBJ. So when my sister said her company was doing some internal polling looking for influential athletes or sports podcasters and then asked for my advice, I had but one answer. Jalen Brown, of course. Since the company is based out of Boston, it seems like a perfect match. Beantown boys for life. But my second suggestion was the No Dunks podcast. I sent her my list and thought nothing of it. A few weeks ago, I was listening to the podcast and let out an audible gasp when I heard an ad for the very company my sister works for being read by Skeets, Sonos. I couldn't believe after so many years of podcast suggestions falling on deaf ears, someone finally listened to my advice. The thrill and validation let me know I had finally made it to the top of the pyramid in American social media circles. I was an influencer and completely by accident. So my question is, when have you guys been accidental influencers or influenced a friend's decision without thinking the person would actually listen to you? Good years on the hearse, toe up, dug you, buys possum? Yeah. That's that from Mike weird. M. That was a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> weird ending in the hearse thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Skeets, you got an answer for this. Accidental influencer. 
Yeah, I think I'll have to go with something that we did on the show back, uh, you know, during the shutdown. And that was when we finally decided we were going to do a Survivor podcast. And we called it No Buffs. And I honestly thought mm, five people will listen to this. Um, it would. I didn't even think maybe Tass and Lee would be in the mix with it. But you guys got into it as well. You know, JD's a huge fan of Survivor, Trey, myself. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised by how many people I feel like we influenced and got them hooked on the all-time greatest television show, at least reality television show, in Survivor. Uh, we got a lot of emails, correct me if I'm wrong, like saying like, you know, I watched the season you guys are talking about, you know, season 40, but now I'm going back and I'm watching all these other seasons and what season should I watch and what's the best one? Where do I go? You're talking about this player because they were all returning players, you know, which one of their seasons, first time they played, should I go watch? So. I'll just say, like, I think we really helped, uh, you know, create some new Survivor fans with the No Buffs podcast. And I did not think that was going to be the case. I thought uh, that's going to be one a lot of people skip and don't download. <laughs> but the, number, you know, the numbers weren't that bad for that particular show. And, you know, we had Wendell in the studio. It was a blast. Yeah, so they were great. I think we're Survivor influencers, and I hope it helps our chances of one day getting on the show. I just want Jeff Probst <laughs> to take note of that. I was shocked that the, the people that wrote in and said that they are marathoning all 40 seasons they went back yeah. and yeah. from the very beginning and i mean i wouldn't have done that i mean that's like 20 maybe but god 20 maybe 20 <laughs> seasons maybe but yeah i think seasons. a couple are on uh i think a couple are on netflix now i saw yeah a couple survivor seasons wow. like maybe a handful of them heroes yeah. and villains and something else maybe yeah kagayan i think maybe maybe is it oh yeah. okay it's the one no yeah i think it is because uh I follow Wu on Instagram and it's one he's on for sure because the people are like, you know, tagging yeah, him yeah, in yeah. a bunch of photos and it's on Netflix. So, uh, that was Kai Gaian, right? I yeah. think so. Yeah. Yeah. With, with Tony. Yeah. yeah. It's um, a great time to jump in. Always oh, a great, great time. time. <laughs> finally, that finally time. came true. Honestly. honestly I can't believe I, I follow two Survivor people on Instagram. One follows me back. I think Wendell follows all of us, but, mm -hmm. uh, I follow him and he follows me and then I follow Poverty as well. I, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, it was great. It was such a fun one-off season, I think it will be. That's probably all it'll be for me, but it was. It was a great great time to jump in, and it worked. And it was <laughs> All right. Well, that's my not, not that huge a fan, then. He's done after one <laughs> <Yeah>. season. <laughs> I mean, I, no, come on. We got Lee to watch Survivor for a whole season. That's... Well, that's a was, win. That's a win in my book. You didn't yeah. watch every episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go back and watch those early, but you know, like with Adam, for example, I loved him and hated him. I felt that was a mm -hmm. part of the survivor experience, you know, having sure. your, uh, your villain there and uh, and then waiting until the end to see who really was going to pull it off. I thought, okay, don't I spoil it. Don't spoil it for anyone that hasn't watched it. You're about to. I know uh, you. Ah, yeah, but uh, I know you are. Oh <laughs> yeah, you're so obvious. Uh, all right. Anyone else got an answer for this? I um, uh, randomly, uh, I don't know when this was, but I, this was like the the biggest thing that I got feedback on was uh, I recommended a book, a book series called the Century, uh, uh, the Century series by Ken Follett. It's just like this massive. There are each thousand pages, but I have by far the most feedback saying thank you so much for recommending that book. I loved well, it. I'm, a, I'm I've read the whole thing, and it was just like wow. We got a lot of readers in our audience. <laughs> great. It's great. Yeah, I'm very well, surprised that they took me up on that. Smart so. people out there. Are they reading or are they audibling? Which It doesn't matter, Tessie. It doesn't matter. I agree. I agree. I, now, more and more I hear, I read that book on Audible. 
mm. of which wow. the term, the, the verb is I read it. And I yep. think that that's, that's the way it's going to go. There just, there hasn't been a word invented for listening to an audio book. People are reading while listening. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, especially with a thousand page book, I'm sure people are flying through it via audible. How many hours is that? I don't know. It depends on the reader. That was 36 hours. The first one. Wow. 36. Yeah. Hmm. Right. Wow. It's still, it's still a commitment right there. You can watch a whole Survivor series you in could. 36 hours. Yeah. Uh, Trey, you got an answer for this one? Yeah, over the summer, uh, once the shutdown happened, my buddy Adam's like, hey, man, you're going to destroy your Achilles if you take a year off from basketball and then go and try and play. You got to do something jumping-wise to keep up with it. So I started jumping rope. And apparently, if you jump rope outside, you're going to make other people want to jump rope outside hmm. because people see it and they're like, Oh, yeah, I remember doing that when I was a wee child. I suppose I could do it again today. And then it's interesting to see which kind of people come out. There's a really fit guy who lives here who is a a basketball player, and that guy is whipping the rope around. (laughs) But then we also got a guy who comes out there and jumps. Doesn't look quite as smooth, but he's definitely jacked. I'm like, this guy is a wrestler. Look at those moves. You can tell a wrestler's jump rope from a basketball player so instantly. Uh, but yeah, um, if you jump rope outside, it reminds people that they know how to jump rope and it's pretty easy to do. Mm. It's actually hypnotizing watching like a boxer going through his oh, yeah. skipping routine, you know, where they're, they're just crossing. dancing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's awesome to watch. Yeah, there's some great uh, like Mike Tyson YouTube yeah. clips from back in the day. But you go back and watch it and you're like, these guys are so good at jumping rope that they don't even jump rope eventually. They're just like holding it to the side and yeah. whipping it oh, back yeah. and forth. But they're jumping up and down and yeah. you're convinced they're actually jumping rope. How are they doing that? Oh, they're not jumping over anything. Yeah. It Mike is Tyson, Saturday. He's back, baby. Oh, is that this week? How is that possible? <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> Roy Jones Jr., good luck, buddy. So what's that cost you to get? Any idea? Probably 50 bucks, I yeah, suppose. I think, yeah. it's, I think it's about a 50. You get uh, Nate Robinson and one of the uh, Paul oh. brothers as, uh, <laughs> right. on the undercard. Nice. Uh, Brody Ball? <laughs> I always get one. my Logans and my Jakes confused, so I'm <laughs> right. not I'm not even going to throw out the first name. I forgot about that. Wow, that's happening this weekend, eh? All yeah. right. Excellent. Seen, yeah, we're promoing. We're talking about it mere months ago, and it is yeah. here. Okay. Um, I, I know we said a, a little earlier we were going to try and mention every single no dunks sponsor on this show and, and there's no question that relates to hawthorne a men's grooming company so i wanted to throw hawthorne in here uh <laughs> an accidental influencer me not yet with hawthorne but i am predicting in the future that i have managed to influence their packaging because i i made some complaints about it a few <laughs> yeah. months ago there we go. Said, the print the print was falling off in the steamy showers, falling off their bottles. They're, they're going to change the print. I believe in that. Yeah. They, they got to do it. The shampoo and conditioner bottles are exactly the same. I reach for the conditioner when I'm looking for the shampoo. Got to change that. A new new cap. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, bottle type's very slippery in the shower. So I'm predicting that all those things will be changed and I will be the reason for it. Hawthorne, <laughs> is, there a, is, is it a coincidence that they haven't sponsored our show since I made all those complaints? Mm. Probably not. Mm. Hawthorne, not going to be on No Dunks anytime soon, but I do wow. like their products. I, we, we Obviously, we get some of the freebies from these companies. Hawthorne is one that I, I repurchased on my own. Ah, Went back nice. and, and did a click-click uh, and made the purchase. So uh, thanks to them. But, <laughs> I, you know, I tease because I love. You know it's a good product when. Lee, do you have an answer for this? 
Yeah, well, uh, the funny thing is, just last night on Twitter, I got a tweet from a, a lady who was saying, uh, you know, an old said, lady? A what? Uh, no, an old a, lady? <laughs> no, not the 85. Get in the van. Get in the van. Let's go. <laughs> but I was included in a thread. This this lady said, as a big old nerd and hardly a fitness person, Bathory Online has been a lifesaver while at home. No back hip pain. What riding at a dodgy wow. desk setup? And then it said, and uh, it was her boyfriend that actually suggested the article of mine in Bar Three magazine to give it a try because it's not a gendered thing. And uh, and then she said it's great and it just it helps her out. And uh, she said, and I said to her, well, that's great to hear, Greta. And then she wrote back and said, not Greta Thunberg, <laughs> by the way. Uh, and then she wrote back and said, thanks for bringing it to our attention. Accessible for newbies, kind on joints, but also can be really challenging when you need it to be. And uh, I think that's a perfect way to sum up Bar Three. It's for everybody. And it's great. You guys have done it, except for JD, of course. But uh, I think you can attest. Of course. It. Well, I know. I only, I only we, we did it. We did a group. Matt and JD were supposed to come, but uh, they didn't. But uh, yeah, so still, still influencing those bar three uh, classes, which is great. I would love for them to make a bar three calendar, and for you to be one of the <laughs> one of the photos. <laughs> If I'm not mistaken, there is a great picture of Lee that yeah. could be used for that calendar on the Bar 3 website of him uh, <laughs> just doing a low squat with a basketball. It's coming. It's coming. This, this thing is uploading so goddamn slow. Keep tap dancing, Trey. Yeah. <laughs> Once, uh, once the, the article was mentioned, I had to hit the Googles pretty quick because we got to see this picture. It's amazing to think that this article lured somebody else in to doing bar three. They're like, if this guy can drop it this low, I can drop it this low. But there's a lot of work to go into. Now, what, what month would you like, uh, Lee, for this photo to be mm. featured in the calendar? Mm, good choice. I think early. I want to be February. I think I want to be a February guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, I, I, don't, I don't think you want to get to the end of the year when people start sort of uh, focusing on the next year. You, know, <laughs> you, want it, you want it to be like, all right, let's... Uh, Let's get up there early, you know, show that it can be for men and women. So, okay. Yeah. Oh, here yeah, it here we there go. It is. <laughs> There's Lily in a deep squat holding a basketball because you know he's got to hold a basketball. Oh, wow, look at how youthful you look. Oh, I know. That must be four years ago, I suppose. God. Yeah. The, the number of old women out there with vans right now wishing they could pick up that young lad. Oh, my God. Get in, honey. I like that the title of Lee's uh, article on the Bar 3 website is How Bar 3 Improved My Basketball Game and Made Me a Better Dad, whereas CJ McCollum, an actual basketball player, is here's what he has to say about Bar 3. <laughs> I do love that. Well, that definitely improved my shooting. There's no doubt about it. No doubt about it. That core, that core has uh, tightened up and, uh, and improved. It's a little, uh, a little loose at the moment, to be honest, but... Uh... We'll get back into it, hopefully, at some point. Okay. All right, next one. Hi, No Dunks. Do you remember the joy of waking up to find out that school was canceled because it's a snow day? Similar idea, but it's also sometimes a relief to bag plans to do something and to do nothing instead. Comedian John Mulaney says that canceling plans is like heroin. I was listening to your most recent podcast, and when Skeet said it was time for an ad, no ad happened. As good as your ad reads are, it was euphoric to get off the hook without a break in the in the great conversation happening so two questions who is to blame for that blunder is it jd well i don't blame him it's hard making the magic happen and it's a nice treat when the ad gets skipped two 
When's a time you were delighted that something was canceled? Turnips, have some fries blossom. That's from Ollie, 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 in Newton, Massachusetts. So, JD, uh, were you to blame for that blunder when I said there was an ad read break and there was no ads? Well, blunder, a little harsh, no? I mean, God. Uh, but no, it wasn't my fault. Uh, it's uh, to peek back behind the curtain. We've we've got a new uh, podcast server, and uh, it uses dynamic ads. So when we do a live read, we I have to take those ads out of the show, upload the show without the ads, and then mark where I want the ads to be. So they have to live separately, mm-hmm. um, and we're supposed to to mark those ads whether or not we do an ad, right? Because uh, if they sell the ads, if if the athletic sells the ads, then that's great. But if they don't, then this company that's hosting the podcast may also sell ads. And we don't know if they've sold them or not. So we have to put the breaks in anyway. So that's that's what's happening there. It's a break that hasn't been sold essentially. But I've kind of stopped doing that. So we don't throw to those. If there's no ad sold, I'll just pop them in. And then if you randomly hear an ad, then you, then you'll hear an ad or not. Right. So, so back off with the blunder, man. It's not a blunder. <laughs> it's just the, this system that we're just trying to get used to. Jeez. That's he said he was happy that he, it was a nice little treat for him that he didn't have to listen to ads. Yeah. <laughs> didn't have to listen. He's going to hate this podcast. <laughs> yeah, no It's like Just 15, wait, we're not done. 15 second skip, 15 second skip, 15 second <laughs> movement, Manscape, Hawthorne, Magic Spoon. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> Ali. Yeah, so but anyway, in answer to the question, uh, a time that I was delighted, uh, when back when I was working as a server in a, in a major restaurant uh, chain at uh, Young and Dundas there. Every time I had a patio shift and it rained, oh, sweet, <laughs> sweet relief. Tornado warning, you say? Oh, that's a shame. That's a shame. I guess I'll just pack everything up and uh, sure, it's going to cost me. Am I going to make rent? I don't know. I don't care. Bye. Wow. So you hated going out on the patio? Wouldn't you like being outside? I mean, that part would be nice. No, I just hated the job. I was serving Uh, tables. It was like 10 years into serving tables. I wanted to kill myself. (laughs) But yeah, it's a double-edged sword, though, because you're on the patio and it looks sort of, oh, it might rain. Hey, this could be very good. But then it doesn't rain and the sun comes out and you're like, God damn it. I got to stay. I got to work. I always wondered, was it hell when you had a big patio packed and you're working those tables and then it does rain and Mm. people scramble to go Uh. inside? I always wonder, how is that? Like, it seems like there's no real system in place. There isn't. To manage for that. pure chaos and you got to chase people down and sometimes people just leave and it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's not good. It's not good. So if you wanted to skip out on paying your bill, that would be the prime That's the opportunity. Best time. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. torrential wow. downpour, everybody runs inside and you just walk just out leave. the door. Yeah. <laughs> just just walk out. <laughs> but you might get but you might get chased down. I've chased people down before. Down Young Street. <laughs> Apron flying. <laughs> <laughs> Stop <Wow>. that guy! <laughs> <laughs> it comes out of your pocket. Yeah, no, I know. Right. I am not. I am not uh, encouraging anyone to do this. I think yeah. it's just a nice little life hack mm. to know. Yeah. If I'm a little short on money, <laughs> one of these days, I'm just gonna watch the weather report. Wait for rain. <laughs> Go ahead. Mario's not. Eastside Mario's not paying for that. Mm. Come on, Mario, pony yeah. up, man. Wow. 
Okay. Wow, that's a great answer for that one. And and John Mulaney is right. Sometimes a, a cancel plan is. Oh. You're like, yeah, sweet. Sure. <laughs> uh, does anyone else have an answer to this, uh, like JD's? Uh, Roxana, a friend of Roxana's, did this a long time ago back in Toronto. She was one of those ones. It was her birthday week, you know, like like eight different celebrations. For the <laughs> like, get birthday. out of here with that. Get out of here with that. I'm with anyway, you. so it was like a Thursday night drinks and then a Saturday night dinner and then it was a Sunday, like, coffee, you know, something. Jesus, but it, how I know, old is this person? Oh, like, yeah, like 29, oh, you know, some irrelevant number. <laughs> Anyway, um, but it was in February. It was in February, right? So the Thursday night, okay, you make the effort. Uh, Saturday, dinner, sure. Sunday was one of those just awful Februarys in Toronto. It was windy and cold and snowy. And I remember I was like, I, I mentally prepared, all right, we have to go. We have to go. But Roxana was kind of, she was like, oh, man, we've seen a lot of these people. And it's like, it's, you know, it's it's not ple- pleasant going outside. It's almost like a blizzard. And so she was looking for me like, do you really want to go? And I'm like, oh, you know, I'll go if you want to go sort of uh, thing. But but I'm also like, oh, it looks a bit ugly out there, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, you, I could just tell she didn't want to go, but I didn't want to be the guy. I didn't want to be the one who's like, it's your friend, so I'll go if you want to go. But she, in the end, she just sort of said, yeah, let's just not go. And I was just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's heroin. It is heroin, isn't it? Yeah, I tell you, man. It was. I mean, it was. It was tough for the weather, but it was also. I was inside. Like, there's no way you're getting three celebrations for one ridiculous birthday. <laughs> Just get that's, out of here. That's that's insane. <laughs> oh my god. You know, like crazy. two's two's pushing it. I mean, yeah, two's exactly. insane. Two is. Exactly. Let's be honest. Two's insane. If you're a grown ass adult. Yeah. You know, Especially but. for a non-milestone birthday. You know? <laughs> yes. An irrelevant number, as you said. Yeah. 29. Like 30, Although 29 is an important 40. number in February. <laughs> that's what year it is. After 21, it's 30, 40, 50, and that's it. After, like, and then every every change of decade, that's it. Yeah. No other. <laughs> Maybe one night, one night of those, that week, she was celebrating you being the February bar three <laughs> guy. Ah, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just, oh man. Let, We're going to have a huge there. party. If you're in the bar three calendar, oh man, it's going to be <laughs> We're huge. Partying. We're partying for a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are some great comments uh, in the stream team here. Oh, February for Lee, the shortest month of the year. That's perfect. That's perfect for him. That'll do. Yeah. Any uh, other answers for that one? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if does. Right. No, okay. Next one. Then. Nah. All right. Ahoy, no dunks. I was recently listening to the Athletics TIFO football podcast, and out of nowhere, like a LeBron chase down block pinned to the backboard, I hear the sweet, sweet bass of Tass Mellis' voice talking about his Indochino suit. I was as surprised as Lee when a grown man in his partitioned <laughs> hospital room. My condolences, Lee. Just like Tass's voice on a soccer podcast, what are some of your other favorite crossovers? Up the shells, go Pacers, fudge the heat. That's from Simon B. in Indianapolis. I I can start us off here. Uh, Legend Bill Walton, he used to call NBA games, but now he only does NCAA. Uh, But ESPN had one of those crossover days uh, where the NCAA guys did the NBA games and vice versa. It was a couple years ago, Warriors, Blazers. It was hilarious. We have a clip where he starts by talking about his involvement Involvement in the celebrity game at All Star Weekend. Listen to Bill. 
Didn't you coach, play, and broadcast a game all at the same time? All at the same time, yeah. And, you know, man, we got the shaft. It was awful. <laughs> Terrell Owens showed up late. Stephen A. stole him. And then they came back. They talked to the referees behind closed doors. And that was the end of it. I was never so disappointed. <laughs> I never lost more faith in humanity than that moment. <laughs> Is your coaching record 0-1 there for you? No, no, I did that a lot. That was on the way to the hospital in my deathbed. Yes. Nurkic just picked up a foul. Let's move on. A second personal. Uh, hey, the Warriors are playing great. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Walter just takes us on a ride. Oh, yeah. uh, that was so random. So oh, great. He was pissed. You just reminded me of the clip. Uh, I, I think it's because we were talking birthdays where... I think he's with Dave Pash. It must be a college game. Dave Pash he, sets him up perfectly. Where Bill Walton eats the cupcake and it's got the candle lit on top of it. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. That is the only grown adult that I would celebrate like 10 birthdays in a row. Yeah, Bill right. Walton. Yeah, that, that's yeah. it. He's the only yeah. one I would do that for. He's got the great <laughs> clip, too, of um, him calling James Worthy to wish him a happy birthday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's a lot of birthday content. Bill with two L's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Walton's at your birthday party. You can have three of them. Uh, yeah, okay. Even if it's your 29th birthday. Yeah. I would make an exception for Bill, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Luke Walton was uh, tossed from that game as well. Bill Walton's son, obviously. And he said, I have failed as a father. <laughs> <laughs> well, first he said, oh, Luke, he got tossed from the game i had no idea i've failed as a father uh, perfect perfect bill um does uh, anyone have an answer for this one another answer excuse me lee you got anything well uh i lo- really like seeing ariel hawani who's known more so in the uh ufc mma world when he's been on the sidelines in the nba games because mm-hmm. he's uh, a very accomplished nba fan and knows so much about the game and uh slots right in there perfectly so uh it's great to see guys branch out like that and, and look comfortable, you know, it's not just tokenism. Like, Ariel knows his stuff. He knows what he's talking about. And uh, and he's been great. I had him on pack, Pop and Packs earlier in the year, and he was incredible on that, too. So uh, great to see Ariel doing so well. Another fellow Canadian boy there, too. Good answer. Trey, you got one? I, too, love a TV crossover. I thought Lee was going to take mine. Mine is the time that Lisa Kudrow showed up on Friends as her character Ursula from Mad About You playing her character for Friends Phoebe Buffay's twin sister. Nobody knew that Ursula and Phoebe were twin sisters on different shows played by the same person. They got them in the same room, and it all made sense. The entire NBC lineup takes place in the same universe. Mind-blowing stuff. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) If I ever build a time machine, I'm going to go back in time and use that GIF for that episode. (laughs) That's all I'm using it for, though. (laughs) All right, right, great answers, guys. Uh, We still got a few more questions, but one more ad break to hear from our sponsors. It's NBA playoffs time, and that means NBA snack time. I can't stop eating while I'm watching. So many options in my house that I got to cut out a bit. I got to switch it up, but I know I'm not giving up. Sunflower seeds, sure. But maybe something that's not a food for that oral fixation, perhaps? Good thought. Here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. Fume takes your habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. 
You get it. Instead of bad, fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Its taste is surprising. All natural stuff. It's fun to fidget with, and it's a good weight. The wood feels good, and it feels cool to use. Start the good habit by going to tryfume.com slash dunks and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners to the show 10% off when they use our code dunks to help make starting the good habit that much easier. I got to get something off my chest. Nothing drives me crazier than sending a message to a group chat and getting no response. That's why I'm a big emoji responder. Love a hang loose hand or a salute. But man, it hurts when you send a message and get nothing back. Ouch! We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Therapy isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks. This episode of No Dunks is brought to you by BetterHelp. <laughs> oh, I remember my first ad read. Oh, oh, man. Wow. <laughs> Look at his glasses. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. What the hell is going on here? Oh. Oh. <laughs> you, know, okay. the, you know the office I'm talking about, though? It's like when he's there with Tim and he's doing his review and he's like... You know, we're both in our thirties. <laughs> and then he's like, Who's to say in a couple of years keep your head down? Give me the when I'm nearly forty. <laughs> Next question. Uh, okay. Uh, wow. I haven't had one of those in a while. Hi, Dinky Winkies. <laughs> hey. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, Chris. Isn't that what your mom called you when you were a kid, Trey? There's teeny weeny winky dinkies. Uh, she would call me Dinky Winky. I would call her Winky Dinky. Uh, <laughs> is this from your mom? All right. Hi, Dinky Winkies. That's how it started. I was listening to an NPR (laughs) podcast this morning, and instead of skipping through their inferior, boring ad reads like I usually do, (laughs) I decided to let them play. Yeah, I can't imagine those ad reads go for 10 minutes with an Australian just laughing through a Talkspace ad. Um, I'm glad I did, too, because one of the ads was for none other than... Hamakashlama! I was overjoyed to see that the Hamakashlama was buying ads on podcasts because that means there's some slight possibility we could get a classic J.E. Skeet's top five Hamakashlama catalog gifts sponsored by Hamakashlama. If you could pick one company to sponsor a particular segment on the show outside of your already lovely sponsors, 
Who would it be and why? Tone up, buns and thighs, Jeffrey Chaucer. That is from Chris. Chris, that is a great question. And uh, I have not received the Hamakashlama catalog yet, but uh, I'm sure it's on its way. And, and if it does arrive or when it does arrive, I definitely will hit you with a top five as we get a little bit closer to Christmas. But it's a good question, Trey. Uh, a sponsor you'd love to see, uh, you know, you know, a company, I guess, to sponsor a particular segment on the show. Who would you pick? Well, basically every industry has some sort of subscription box these days. Skeets, I remember you used to like wink a lot. They would send you your wine. JD, if I'm not mistaken, you did Stitch Fix for clothing at some point. Oh, yes. There's one for fishing, too. It's called Mystery Tackle Box, and I want them to sponsor Rippin' Lips Lips. because I caught a huge one. Look at that. On a bait from a Mystery Tackle Box, a five-pounder on a chartreuse crankbait. You gotta love it. You know, I started this year off really wanting to dunk. Then it turned out we couldn't actually be in gyms and jumping on concrete is really bad for your knees. So this to me, catching a big old bass actually felt like finally dunking. You know, it's a, <laughs> I didn't put something into something, but I pulled something out and that was good enough. Wow. That is five pounds. It Dude, looks, it it awesome, looks, man. looks even bigger than that, if I'm being honest. It looks like you could serve that in a beautiful Lima restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite big enough. No? Oh. Well, that's a ni- nice pull there. So that, yeah. what a way to end this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got a photo, Photoshop in Lee, Trey, and uh, I don't know, Stefan or somebody. Oh, uh, I love it. Lee, could uh, be standing in the front of it, maybe. So that was your best catch of the entire season, basically on what you're calling sort of your last day out there. Is that- well, that was the last day I knew I was going to be able to okay. film something. And it's getting colder, not going to be out fishing much longer. But uh, yeah, I went out there to film with a plan and it actually worked and got a big one. It was cool, man. I so, was loving it. So Mystery Tackle Box, that's what they're called. They need Mystery Tackle Box. Yeah, they sponsor all my uh, YouTube fishermen. So maybe we're next on the list. All right, I hope so. Man, I hope so. Uh, Tass, Lee, JD, you got an answer? Yeah, uh, well, I'll jump in here. Damian Lillard, known for his four-bar Fridays, his raps. Yep. Uh, he can sponsor our five-star Friday segment where Trey reads no dunk reviews. You know, Dave mm. could rap Ooh. the intro. Oh, I like uh, In turn, sell some records, get into our NBA fan base. Yo, it's five-star Friday, and I'm here to say we got to stop pollution in a major way. Oh, no, that's not good. Uh, uh, yo, it's Five Star Friday, and I'm here to say no dunks drops classics like every day. Yeah, there you go. Get it. Come Bars. on, Dame. Get in here. Get in here. That's a good idea. JD, Lily, got one? I think that every time there isn't a wedgie, we should get an underwear sponsor like, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> like one of those non-wedgie. Uh, I think Mac Weldon sells uh, – they say, you're not going to get a wedgie with these uh, underwear. So every day there isn't a wedgie. We run uh, another wedgie-free day. It's brought okay. to you by Mac Weldon. Something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that stuff right. It's, uh, it's good, JD. That's, that's fantastic. Okay. Hopefully somebody's listening. You know, yeah. you never know who's listening to this. Lee, you got one? Who's well, sponsoring Poppin' Packs? Yeah, exactly. I think Hoops or Upper Deck or Tops or Flair, one of those guys has got to come on board because, uh, you know, I've basically run out of cards <laughs> from other than like the early 90s era. I want those late 90s era. So I think one of them should come on board and, uh, and and supply me with some of those ones. So it's an obvious choice here, you know. I can say, hey, presented today by Tops, the best basketball cards <laughs> in the game. You know, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope they don't listen to your latest uh, ad yeah. You ain't getting any sponsors, <laughs> mate. Oh, man. Okay, that's great. Great answers, guys, all around. Okay, a few more questions. 
Yeah, a couple more here. Hello, no donkeys. The other day I noticed an ad read where instead of no dunks, the promo code was TAS, not ass, uh, which made it seem like the company was sponsoring TAS specifically, not the show. No, not a chance. That got me thinking about what the rest of you jokers could have done to get yourselves cut out of the deal. <laughs> that led me to my question. What's something you'd be a perfect brand ambassador for, but the other guys aren't right for it at all? For example, maybe Lee could be the spokesperson for some sort of reverse toilet if the rest of you weren't holding him back. Fair, fair, fair question. <laughs> yes, I guess so. <laughs> uh, love the show. Turn up, blah, blah, blah. That's from Dave in Queens. Skeets, you got an answer for this? You'd be the perfect guy for, but the rest of us, we wouldn't fit on the toilet. Skinny jeans. I get them. <laughs> yeah, give me the skinny jeans. We, we, we can work something. Uh, I don't know what clothing brand we can make that happen. Uh, maybe even just skinny joggers. I'm wearing a lot of skinny joggers. Like I said, I haven't worn a lot of jeans since uh, February. I haven't worn them since February. So the skinny joggers, though. Whew. Now it's a little chilly in the air in Atlanta on those morning oh, yeah. walks with the pup pup. So comfortable. So, yeah, talk to me, Nike. Let's do some uh, no dunks skinny joggers by Skeets. <laughs> <laughs> or whenever you're finally ready to wear jeans again, that's when you finally come back. I'm back oh, wearing yeah. jeans. Yeah. I just like jump into them. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, we could do something. We could film something. Uh, what do you got, Trey? I want a Patagonia sponsorship. You know, Patagonia is good if you're jumping into a pool doing a sea ball or if you're out trying to rip some lips from summer to fall to winter. You can wear Patagonia any time of year get at me i look like i should be wearing patagonia <laughs> you are aren't you you are oh yeah i am <laughs> right, right. <laughs> what a coinky dick patagonia is a great That's company yeah. what, a, what a b corp they are a great company i love, Ta- I love Taz, them. Got, what do you got for the well i mean you i guess you already got your you got you got something else though you could you could do well, listen, I don't want to limit you guys. I think you guys could sponsor a Greek yogurt brand, but I think that's a little bit more my speed. Uh, so <laughs> sure. if Oikos wants to come on board, I know yeah. I know John Stamos uh, is their man. Um, I'm more of a FIA guy, but uh, I also, I like, I've got some experience. I tried starting my own line, the Tassos Greek yogurt brand, way back when, when we interviewed Yanis Tetokounmpo, and I tried to get him in his rookie year. <laughs> To sponsor it, right. uh, to market it, didn't really take off. Um, but you know, maybe now that Yanis is a big name, we can uh, we can rework it. The yogurt's still good. It's still uh, collecting that bacterial culture in my fridge. I still I still have that particular package, that particular yogurt. It's in my fridge from seven years ago. It's still good. We can still eat it. Mm. Yeah. All right, Lily, got something? Yeah, I, I would like an airline to sponsor me to do something so I can go traveling because uh, I would I would go full Mo Verney if they uh, put the whole family up in like first class. You know, I'd be go- taking the phone all the way through it. I'd just do story after story after story. I'd give them their money's worth. So mm. I think it's great. You know, we could we could we could do some sort of travel series with that, and uh, and and I could even have Mo Verney come along as a uh, special uh, you know correspondent at times. I think it'd be great. It'd be great business for everybody. Okay. Final one here. This is a really nice email. Hi, guys. I wanted to write to you for years, but it has become more urgent lately. I'm a daddy of two boys, practicing cardiologist, an NBA fan, and an amateur basketball player, in that order, from Poland. I've been a big fan of yours since the early episodes of The Starters. Taking care of the kids who are aged 9 and 3, doing 24-hour shifts 5 to 6 times a month, and loads of everyday work at the hospital has been challenging for a few years now. You're my only source of information about the NBA. I barely managed to watch games. 
all year long. I sneak in like four or five. And the only reason I'm still able to compete with my friends in fantasy basketball leagues, because of you guys. When I thought it couldn't get any harder, the pandemic started, and now I miss how, quote, hard it was a year ago. I won't go into details, but I got to say that six years of studies and 12 years of work didn't prepare me for what I have to deal with every day now. It takes a toll on me both physically and even more so mentally. I want to thank all of you guys very much for being there. My kids wife and your podcast are the only things that keep me sane during these days after listening to you for all those years you're like friends especially during hospital shifts i listen to the podcast as a form of therapy and it works so keep up the good work take care you're really needed i need you and my patients need me so no pressure there that's from milos um p.s i hope this letter is readable I don't have Grammarly. Well, it was well done. It was fantastic. That was a very, very kind email, and thank you so much. We do get uh, the occasional emails like this, and we really, really, we read them all, and we really appreciate them. So thank you so much for sending that in, and uh, thank you for all your hard work, and stay safe, of course, uh, during these troubling times, especially if you're a, if you're a healthcare worker. My God, I can't imagine how you guys are still doing this. So thank, thank you. Um, that's it. Let's call it there, guys. Keep your questions and your comments coming for the next Beach Step in Podcasts. Email them in, nodunksattheathletic.com, or you can tweet them in at nodunksinc. Subscribe and like No Dunks on YouTube. Be a stream teamer. We're nearing, I think, 20,000 subs. Getting very, very, close. very, very close. So help us hit that goal, that little milestone. That'd be great. Just subscribe to us on, uh, on YouTube, even if you don't watch the show. And if you listen to the podcast, it would help us out. Remember, I said it off the top, tomorrow, November 26th, I think it kicks in at 3 p.m. Eastern, the Athletics Black Friday deal. This one, woo, it's wild. A dollar a month for 12 months. The best sports coverage in the world on the best deal of the year. Get all the Athletic all year long. Just a dollar a month for 12 months. You can cancel any time. This deal, good for you to sign up. It runs from November 26th to December 4th. So you got a few days. Go to theathletic.com slash no dunks so they know that we sent you theathletic.com slash no dunks for that unbelievable Black Friday deal. A dollar a month for 12 months. My goodness. All right, guys. I think we ended with a really fun one here. Um, Barring any sort of emergency podcast that we would have to do because a big name were to be traded, we're going to take a break. We are finally going to take an actual break here. We've been podcasting for a full-on straight year. I mean, seriously, how many? We've done like 355, 356 episodes. We need to recharge the batteries a little bit before the season starts. We're going to have season previews starting December 14th, which is only a couple weeks from now. So again, outside of an emergency podcast because of a, you know, whatever, a Westbrook trade, a hard trade, something big happening in the NBA, we're going to actually take a few weeks off here. So we will be back for sure December 14th, and uh, you never know in between time. Might have supples, like a special guest or something like that, but who knows. Guys, next season's starting very, very soon here. So uh, we'll take off, you know, a little Thanksgiving here and, and a week or two, and then kick it back off on December 14th. Can't wait. I actually can't wait to start watching basketball again. I'm getting sort of close already, but it's still, you know, a good month away. So thank you so much for joining us. Guys, happy Thanksgiving. Sad I'm not going to see any of you. I know we usually get together, most of us. Lee tries to make a gravy. Finally! <laughs> Finally! We went an hour and a half without mentioning Lee's gravy <laughs> yeah. debacle. That would have been a travesty if we didn't bring that up. That was almost my answer for somebody whose advice you took because you had to take it. Yeah! I know 
how to make gravy? Uh, it's all right. I've only got my uh, my wife and two boys to disappoint tomorrow with my gravy. They don't know any better. <laughs> no, so. right. They think it's the greatest gravy exactly. in the world. They think that's how gravy should be. So they don't know anything different. Right, right. All right. Well, happy Thanksgiving to all our American listeners. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys. Uh, Clipper Bros, take us home. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening to our all brands edition of Mailbag. And remember... We need an anti-fog glasses sponsor. Look look at this guy, he's fogging up. (laughs) Book us up. Hook hook this man up. Wipe those windows clean. (laughs) These are Armani's too. (laughs) Embrace your turkey, people. Just one more brand for the road. (laughs) 